late last week, and we covered it here on the show, uh, the International Criminal Court issued an arrest warrant for Russian President Vladimir Putin, something that Ukraine and supporters of Ukraine had been calling for for a very, very long time, months and months and months, basically since the onset of this conflict and, and perhaps even before. However, the warrant that was issued, the charges that have been uh, alleged are not related to atrocities and war crimes per se, not the things you might be thinking. It's This is uh, about the deportation of Ukrainian children to Russia. Still, it's a, it's a crime, and uh, it, the arrest warrant from the ICC. The question a lot of people are asking is, so what does that mean? What, what does it, uh, you know, are we going to see Vladimir Putin in, in court, or where does this go? What's the importance of this? Well, let's try and find out. We're going to speak with James Horncastle, an assistant professor and Edward and Emily McWinney, Professor of International Relations at uh, SFU, Simon Fraser. Um, James, thanks so much for your time. I appreciate you being with us. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm happy to talk to you today. It's, I mean, I think it's, we all know that there's a lot of symbolism around this, but let's start what, with what it may or may not actually lead to, because most people I've heard are saying, you know what, don't expect to see Putin in the prisoner's dock anytime here soon. Yeah, it's unlikely, at least for the foreseeable future, that you will see uh, Putin uh, directly facing these charges. Russia came out immediately after the charges were issued and basically said that they were a non-issue, that they did not matter. They do have some symbolic importance, in particular for showing support to Ukraine, uh, especially with spring offenses looking likely in the coming days or months. But in terms of Putin immediately facing kind of justice, uh, it's not going to happen for the foreseeable future. But that's not to say that this isn't important and it's not valuable, even, you know, if we want to call it a symbolic gesture, it is, right? I mean, largely symbolic, correct? It is symbolic at this stage, but it's important at a couple of different levels. As I mentioned, at one level, it's good to show support for Ukraine, that people in the international community are taking the different atrocities that are occurring within Ukraine seriously. Yes, it's a bit more restricted than what many of the advocates uh, were hoping for in terms of the charges, but it's still a significant step because the ICC usually takes a bit of time with these charges. It's usually years after the conflict before they actually issue them. The fact that the conflict is still ongoing and that the ICC has issued them is a fairly significant deal. And it also goes to show kind of the continued influence of the United States, the European Union, and its allies within international relations, because there's been debates in recent years over, are they still a significant power? Are they maintaining influence? And the ICC is an organization, like many international organizations, that only functions so long as it has the support of various states. The fact that there was, uh, these charges have been issued shows that these states are taking it seriously and creating pressure upon it. Now, there's a bit of a kind of hypocrisy with some charges uh, here and not in other instances, but that's kind of another issue. Yeah, there's a few things I, I, I want to come back to there and things that you said that I think are really important. And one of them, yeah, like when you talk about the different countries that are involved in the ICC and have signed on, it was the Rome statute was what was um, triggered here when these charges were laid. And, you know, when we talk about what states are involved and what kind of buy-in there is, the U.S., for example, isn't a signatory to this Rome statute. So, I mean, when you have a country like the United States that sort of not is halfway in, halfway out, I mean, how does the international reaction fit into what may go on going forward from here? And how big is it to have the U.S. at the table? 
Uh, yeah, the U.S. has had quite an awkward relationship with the ICC since the outset. It helped negotiate some of the initial Rome statute, but then backed out due to concerns that it would conflict with its domestic law, as well as concerns that American soldiers as well as Israel could end up facing charges. I think it's significant in showing that the United States is much more engaging at an international level. There four-year interlude under President Trump, where the United States kind of stepped back from international affairs and international organizations. This shows that they're starting to take kind of international organizations much more seriously going forward. And I think it's kind of a symbolic gesture at that level to show that the United States is willing to engage with these, even if, you said, as you mentioned, they're kind of in a little bit, but yeah. they're kind of observers. So it's a bit of an awkward balancing act that they're trying to maintain. It certainly is, yeah. What about the fact, and, uh, you know, I'm just watching a monitor here, and they've got Putin meeting with Xi again. Uh, you know, the Chinese leader is in Russia, and, uh, I mean, there's a lot of sort of, we need to have support of this country and this, you know, it, internally and externally. There's a lot of, the the information war is definitely part of what's happening in Ukraine. So um, in terms of the symbolism of the international community pushing back and filing these charges. What does that say in terms of, you know, trying to mute this diplomatic win, if this is one, of having the president of China in Moscow this week? I think it was coincidental, to be honest. I don't think the ICC would have rushed this just uh, because of this visit. That said, the timing was very important in kind of rebalancing the ledger, so to speak, because this was a fairly big diplomatic win for Putin when he was able to end up on a receipt uh, receiving China for the first time since basically to start a conflict. So this actually was able to show that, yes, China and Russia may still be maintaining relatively close relations, but you end up having over half the world's countries signed on to the Rome Statute and that they have to end up following it. So this also shows that Russia is isolated to a certain extent, and it helps in that regard in terms of kind of the United States' position with regards to the conflict. One thing you mentioned there that I think is kind of important to touch on before I let you go is uh, there's allegations of hypocrisy here because there are war crimes taking place, allegedly, uh, whatever, we're not going to litigate it here, but, you know, allegations of war crimes taking place all over the world all the time for a very, very long time, and, and the ICC hasn't taken any action on it, yet they have here. Does that hurt the legitimacy of the ICC and what they're trying to do with this sanction against Russia? At one level, yes, because as you mentioned, there's many other different countries where you could end up making a case for similar instances to what Putin's being charged with going on even currently. I said I won't go into full details. There's uh, several countries that we could end up looking at. At the same time, it's one of the unfortunate kind of nature of international relations. States are self-interested actors. They are going to end up pushing forward their agenda. The one thing we can kind of hope with in this regard is when states are pushing forward their kind of agenda, trying to push, in this case, against uh, Russia, that this will have consequences elsewhere and also send messages to these other actors that these crimes can come forward and hopefully will end up stopping them. I'm kind of a little bit tentative to say that it will have a profound effect, but it has the potential to do so. Okay. Um, James, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time today. Oh, thank you for having me. It's great talking with you here today.